Hello and welcome to A Taste of CICS. Hosted by current students Alex Stevenson and Emma Pinchon, in each episode we plan to share our experiences along with those of our guests. We will be talking with alumni, faculty members, and other current students to give you a taste of what information and communication science is like here at Ball State University. Without further ado, let's get started. And I got eyes in the back of my head I'm seeing Take me for granted and you know I'm leaving I'ma take what's mine with the webs I'm weaving I could take this crap from seeing to believing got Welcome back to A Taste of CICS. I am your co-host Alex Stevenson. And I am Emma Pinchon. And today we are going to be taking a look at the social learning component of CICS. So definitely one of my favorite things to talk about here and certainly one of my favorite experiences um, looking back now on the months that we spent here. So um, we should just go ahead and take a look right away here. So let's talk a little bit about what social learning actually is. So what we talked about in the first podcast, this is one of the things that makes our program different than any other program there is. And I think it's what is really what sold me on CICS itself. Uh, Social learning is designed to kind of teach us the extra part of business and working in the real world. So it's not just going to work every day and coming home sitting by yourself there's going to be these social learning or not social learning but social events that you're going to have with your job with trying to get a new job um, or even just trying to get that first job out of the program so you're going to be involved in a lot of different activities hopefully and they're going to help you and we want to prepare you to be able to succeed in those events and to look your best and be your best in all of those different types of events yeah absolutely We talk a lot about in this program how so much of business happens outside of the office. Um, So Dr. Steele, one of our founding professors here, uh, really tried to instill this as a signature to our program. And it is something, yeah, like you really don't get anywhere else. But it's really good learning to figure out how to develop a good professional network, which is, again, one of the strengths of this program. Um, And just to learn really how to navigate the social side of business. So throughout the semester here, we have a number of social learning events, some a bit more formal than others, but all, again, working towards that general idea of learning how to be a refined professional outside of the office and in the social world. Um, So thinking back on it, the first social learning we would have had would have been the ropes course event way back in August or September, I believe, during the first semester. Can you even remember that far back, Alex? I don't remember specifically like everything going on because that first semester was absolutely crazy. But I do remember the ropes course like it was yesterday that that was something that, first of all, I was not prepared for. Uh, Coming into grad school, like we talked about on the first podcast, you have that little bit of a mentality where it's going to be competitive and it's going to be difficult and it's me versus everyone else here. And that ropes course was right off the bat. It was a a few weeks in um, and we had just been introduced to our teams in Dr. Steele's class. So we had just kind of got to know a few people, but not everybody in the program. So the ropes course, they took us there. We worked in teams and... Do you want to talk about some more of what we did there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So to preface it a little bit more, when we say ropes course, there is a facility, more of an outdoor learning facility in the Muncie Community Schools District. 
but we would go there and it was an obstacle course and there were certain obstacles and things that we had to work together as a team to overcome. So for example, there were there was a tower that we had to figure out how to scale a team of six or seven people, everyone to get over. And everyone has different strengths that they bring to solve these problems, to get through, and we have to help each other. Um, so I remember very well trying to scale this tower with no handles. It was just a probably 10-foot thing that we all had to you know, help each other climb up and get over with people that were really strangers. But again, working together with people in that capacity, coming together to solve a common problem, it took a lot of coordination. And I think we really became a good team through those events there. I felt that the purpose was served and I enjoyed it. It was super hot, super, super hot, but yeah, a good experience there. I wasn't on the same team as you though, Alex. Was your team pretty well coordinated by the end of it, would you say? I wouldn't say that we were super well coordinated by the end of it, but as a team, we did end up working well together by the end of it. I think we did win that last little event that we had. It was a race as a team with our our legs strapped to boards, two by fours that were super long, um, all the way across the field. So it was challenging. It was very challenging. And there was a lot of things that we couldn't do individually, like that wall that you said you had to climb. Uh, There's no way to do a lot of these things individually. And you're going to have to rely on your teammates. You're going to have to rely on people that you're working with or your friends, things like that in the real world. So that's something that we learned in that event. And that's something that we're going to be able to take into our professional careers moving forward. So I would say that day, the biggest lesson that we learned was it's not going to be that competitive feeling that we talked about in the first podcast where it's me versus everyone else here. That day was really to get us out of that mindset that a lot of us came in with and realized that we are together in this and we're going to have to work together, um, not only on this project or this class that we're in, but throughout the entire year that we're here. I definitely agree with that. And just considering the class that our groups were together for in that, um, it was heavily, heavily team focused. And so if we weren't connecting as a team from week one, day one, it was gonna be a really difficult semester for us. So um, definitely some good stuff came from the ropes course. uh, And we definitely, at least in my experience, and it sounds like yours too, we started to build those connections with our teammates. Um, And it was a good way to kind of preface us for the next social learning event, which came only a few weeks after that, if I remember correctly, uh, which was the annual golf outing. So another opportunity for us to kind of step out of our comfort zone, but with the golf outing, instead of just being with our classmates, we got our first exposure to some of our alumni network. Um, So what it was, we played a round of golf. It was a scramble, um, but we were assigned teams where we had a couple alumni on the team and two or three students that would play as a scramble team together over at the Players Club in Yorktown. Super nice golf course and a good chance to kind of, again, step out of your comfort zone. I'm not a great golfer. I had hardly played going into it. I feel like a lot of us had hardly played going in. Um, But a good opportunity, again, to just kind of start to feel what it's like to make those connections and start to build our network. Did you have a similar experience there too? Yeah, somewhat. So I'm actually a a pretty experienced golfer. I've been golfing for a few years now. So it was a very different kind of feeling for me. I didn't realize that there were a lot. And you said a lot of people who 
barely played before, but there were actually a lot of people who had never played golf before. And that's totally fine. Um, the idea of the event was to just get people exposed to that type of environment because um, I'm sure you all know a lot of business deals are done on a golf course. You go and have these meetings on a golf course where it's a little less formal. You're not sitting in an office making business deals or on a phone call doing it that way, which those are ways that it gets done. But there's these golf events that people will go to and they'll talk business and they'll make these business deals that just would, wouldn't get done otherwise. So that's kind of the idea is to expose us to this type of environment. We're meeting with alumni who are actual professionals and we can talk business with them or we can just talk about golf. And that's kind of the fun part about it is it's less formal than um, putting you in an interview with an alum that you never met before where it's very nerve wracking and things like that. This is pretty laid back. Um, so that was one of the things that I really liked about it. If you are an experienced golfer, it is very slow pace of play out at Players Club for the golf outing. So don't expect to be able to get through the entire round of golf. Don't expect to have that quick day that you're used to out on the golf course. But if you're a beginner or if you've never golfed before, it's really something to get you exposed to the golf course and have a good time. Definitely low pressure. There's, if there's no expectations at all of your golf game, and just, of course, expect it to go out there, um, meet some people, enjoy some time uh, with your classmates, with some alumni, and, yeah, again, start to kind of get that feel for what it's like to make connections, what it's like to make conversation, not necessarily all business-focused, but, yeah, just making connections and enjoying some time spent with others. I did like the golf outing. That was probably my one of my favorite events, I would say, that we did just a, a good time early in the year, um, but it was good training. I'm thinking now along the line of all the social learning events that we did because our next one, the Taste of CICS, was our most formal, I would say our most traditional networking style event that we have the entire year. Drew probably over 100 people, I would say, but the idea behind this event, it was held over in the Minatrista community center area outside in the gardens and inside the community center with tables and food and drinks being served. Um, but it was a much, much more formal golf or much more formal experience, excuse me, than the golf outing. Do you want to talk a little bit about what that was like for you? Yeah. And so, like you said, the, the golf outing was almost that soft launch to introducing us to some alumni and kind of getting us used to networking and, and reaching out to other people. So this more formal taste of CICS, which is ironically where we get our name uh, for this podcast, but the, the taste was much more formal. It was, I wouldn't say super serious because you're still going in as you and you're still going to be around your friends that hopefully you've you've got a chance to get really close with in the past few months because you're going through that grueling first semester and you're going to all of these social events, hopefully. So you're getting a chance to get to know some people a little better. And it's not as high stakes as you would think. Um, the alumni are super welcoming. They really want to get to know you and they want to help you out as much as possible. So while it is a little more formal, you're going to dress nicer, you're going to go to a really nice place you don't necessarily have to put a bunch of pressure on yourself to go talk to 30 different people or try and find a job that day. It's not, it's not that high stakes. It's really just to go have fun. Um, there's a lot of different types of wine that they have you taste. And even if you don't like wine, you don't like alcohol, things like that, there's other options. Or uh, like Dr. Steele would tell us, just give it a try. Um, just try something new. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. It's not a big deal. 
but the idea is to get us exposed to these different types of things that maybe we wouldn't have been exposed to otherwise. And any other program isn't going to expose you to uh, alcoholic events and things like that. This is just something that CICS does that's different. Um, it, it gives you a different idea and a different way of approaching these business type of meetings that you might be exposed to in the real world. Absolutely. I would agree with all of those things there. I would say, though, my biggest impression that I took away from the taste of CICS, though, was the importance of making first impressions on people. I mean, I talked to a number of different alumni at this event. In fact, we had these little passport cards given to us where we could um, collect signatures or stamps. I, I don't remember exactly what our marker was but kind of a way to incentivize us and keep track of, you know, I need to be making rounds. I need to be talking to lots of different people. By all means, I'm enjoying myself, but I thought it was a good experience to, yeah, practice making good first impressions and just kind of start shaking some hands and getting your name out there and talk to some other people about what they do and see maybe if something interests you, you might have a new idea of something to research and connections to follow up on. Took a lot of LinkedIn connections after that night. But yeah, it was a great event. Um, another one really, really unique to CICS, having all these um, incredibly successful people come back just to stay in touch with this great program and stay in touch with the current students, soon to be alumni coming out of the program. So I really enjoyed the taste of CICS. You're absolutely right about that first impression. That is, that is a huge thing in the business world and that they wanted us to learn in this event as well. Uh, I remember I was I was talking to an alum for a little bit, probably a 20-minute long conversation, and all of a sudden he turns and, and says, oh, hey, Paige, and I'm like, hey, Paige, nice to meet you. Uh, I'm Alex Stevenson, and we talked, I talked with Paige for probably 20 minutes again uh, for a, a little while there, and walked away, went back to talk to the alum that I was talking to previously, and that's when he told me that that is Dean Page Turner, and I had no idea. But during that conversation that I had with uh, with Dean Turner, she had told me, "You're the best dressed person here." Like I didn't know that it was going to be this formal. You're wearing a, a bow tie and a suit and everything like that. I really did go out of my way to to look a little bit better than I normally do, and it felt really good to know now that that was the dean of CCIM, which is the College of Communication and Information Media. So I made a really good first impression with the dean that day, and that's something that you really can't understate because I didn't mean to, I really didn't, and it worked out really well for me. Yeah, for sure. Lots of good things come from the taste of CICS, and something that a lot of alumni, probably the most attended alumni event each year for returning individuals. So yeah, definitely good stuff coming from that. Uh, but at that point in the semester, we do take a little bit of a break from social learning because we start getting into the nitty gritty of our courses. Dr. Steele's course revs up a lot. Um, we have a lot of work in Dr. Jones' class at that time. But our next real social learning event comes towards the end of the semester, the CICS holiday party, another one that I really enjoyed myself with. And it was more, in my opinion, a celebration. It was more something to mark the milestone of finishing that first really tough semester 
that you experience in CICS. You're just wrapping up the Accenture Challenge, one of the most demanding, so to speak, uh, things that we do the entire program. So it was just kind of a more semi-formal, but still celebration-focused end of the semester type event. Still practicing professional etiquette, of course, but we enjoyed it over in the Hazelwood Mansion, um, just south of Ball State's campus, but enjoyed a gift exchange and just spending time with our classmates there. Were you able to attend that event, Alex? I was, and, and that was one of the first events that it wasn't just CICS and alums. We were able to bring plus ones. Um, we got to meet people's significant others and things like that. So it was definitely a celebration. That first semester was probably, I, I'm not even going to say probably, that first semester was 100% the most difficult semester of schooling that I've ever had. Not necessarily with the coursework that was super hard or anything like that, but just adjusting to grad school and the speed of this one-year program was super difficult. And at the end of it, we all did really well uh, that I know of. And at the end of it, it was just super nice to be able to go to a really nice place, dress up a little bit and enjoy ourselves and kind of relax and say, wow, we, we made it through the first part. Um, we're a third of the way done with this master's program. And it felt really good to celebrate and to celebrate the holidays with our friends that we had just made. A lot of us were going to be heading home for uh, the holiday break in the in-between semesters. So it was a nice kind of say goodbye to everybody for a little bit and say goodbye to that first semester that is finally over. Yeah, focused on congratulating ourselves a little bit, um, getting some much deserved time off. Yeah, definitely the bookend to a difficult but really fulfilling semester. So a little bit different vibe than some of the other more formal ones, but certainly a good one to continue to build that professional etiquette. In Dr. Steele's words, he always says, you're always on. Right? Even if you're enjoying a good party, good conversation with um, friends and colleagues, you're still representing yourself and your professional image. So um, a, good, a good way to, to mark that sentiment and just close off a difficult semester. And of course, from that point, we take a little bit of a break. Of course, the semesters change. Uh, but the next real social learning event that came about would have been the ski trip that was um, taking place during the spring break of the spring semester. Do you want to share a little bit about that, Alex? Yeah, of course. The, the ski trip, uh, Dr. Steele's kind of baby, it was one of his favorite events the entire time he was here. And with him leaving, I'm sure that's something that the program is going to continue doing because it is, it's a truly one-of-a-kind social learning event. We flew out to Colorado. Um, all, how many of us were there? There would have been 10 or 12 students that yeah. went out there total. Yeah, they, they flew out the 10 of us. I'm sure they've had years where there's more students, but 10 of us wanted to go this year, and they flew us out. And I think we paid $1,000 for a week stay in Breckenridge, Colorado, which the place that we were staying at itself for three or four nights would have been well over $1,000, not to mention the cost of uh, a day at the ski resorts, which we did three days at different ski resorts uh, in Breckenridge, Vail, and Keystone. So we got to ski on some pretty awesome uh, slopes and check out those, which I had never skied before and had no idea how to do it. I'd done a little bit of snowboarding on some hills in Michigan, but never seen a mountain like what we were on in Colorado. So that was a very new experience for me. 
by the end of it, I wouldn't say I was a professional skier, but I was able to go down uh, a black diamond. And the first day, I think I fell probably 30 times. But that was kind of the point of it is you're going to fail. You're going to you're gonna go down. You're going to not do well on a lot of different things. But the idea is just to keep getting back up, keep trying. And like I said, by the end of it, I was able to go down a black diamond. So that was a really cool experience. And I got to get pretty close to an alum, Alex Reed, who kind of took me under his wing the first day. Um, I was going down the bunny hills trying to learn how to ski on those. And he said, you're not, you're not going to learn how to actually ski here. I'm, I'm going to take you up down a green, and we're going to go down a little bit harder of a hill. You're going to fall. That's, that's what's going to happen. You're going to fall, and you're, then you're going to figure out how to not fall. That's the only way to do it. So I went down that, and that's probably where half of my 30 falls on that first day happened was going down that green. And that was the last thing I did that day. I was exhausted trying to get up. 15 times on a on a hill one hill so that was very exhausting I was done after that but the next day I got better and then the day after I was even better so by the last day like I said I was able to go down that black diamond and it was super rewarding to be able to go from never being able to ski I had no idea what pizza meant on the when I was skiing so to be able to go from not knowing anything about skiing to going down one of the hardest slopes on the mountain was super cool and super rewarding. And I, I would absolutely thank Alex Reed for all of his help on that. Definitely. The alumni played a huge part in the the teaching of the current students how to ski. I don't think any of us, save for a couple people, came in with any real ski experience. So the alumni totally step up and they help you through the whole process. And besides, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone again to try something completely new, completely different, um, it's really challenging from a mental perspective too. You have to maintain a good attitude because once you're up at the top of a mountain and you've fallen 30 times, like Alex says, trying to get down, you have to stay positive. You can't just give up because there's no way down except on your skis. So it definitely, it appeals to you more in the mental sense and the perseverance sense too, um, outside of just stepping out of your comfort zone and trying something new. Um, so it takes some guts. It takes some, uh, some definite perseverance again, to get through a big mountain, like what you experience in Colorado, but it's certainly rewarding. Everyone enjoyed themselves. I think none of us maybe not all of us, I shouldn't speak for everyone. I didn't leave as an expert skier, but I left as a better skier and someone with a little bit more experience because of it too. But again, circling back to the the help that the alumni can give you in skiing and improving your skiing each day, it was really nice to have smaller, sometimes even one-on-one interactions with alumni outside of a more formal event like the Taste of CICS or even the golf outing where there's a more set agenda to what we have to do in a day. It's more conversational. You're you're making even people you might consider your friends to, to be out there. And that was nice. And then you have that ice kind of broken already with them. And then you can have a conversation about what you've done, what they do in their career. And, you know, would you do anything differently um, if you were me in CICS? It's a really nice real conversation that you can have with these alumni and they're so willing to share and make sure that the experience is a good one for you. So I really enjoyed the ski trip. It's a lot more than just learning how to ski, at least in my experience it was. So definitely some good bonding through just traveling, through skiing together, and just an experience really unique to CICS, to this particular program. When it comes to thanking people on that on that trip, there were so many alumni that were there and we got to meet 
with a lot of them after skiing, they'd come over to our cabin and we'd talk to them and have a few drinks and hang out with them at our cabin. But on on the ski slopes, I do want to do a quick shout out for Josh Wolf and Brent Regert, who were huge in helping us learn how to ski and being very patient with all of us because most of us had never skied before and they were, I don't want to say professionals, but they are very good at skiing. So uh, it probably took more patience than we even know for them to stay on the bunny hills and and teach people how to ski because um, it was very difficult for a lot of us off the bat and their patience was something that I can't really understate. Um, So thank you to both of you for all of your patience and all of the work that you put in to help us on that ski trip. We, We really appreciate it. I second that for sure. Alex Reed too, he was a big one that helped me a lot personally, but they, yeah, they were the difference makers and their their efforts were not unrecognized. So all the alumni, um, but especially our designated coaches um, from them, they made a huge difference in our experience. So yes, if you're listening, thank you so much for giving us that experience. So after we get back from the ski trip, uh, which happens around spring break, usually takes up a little bit over spring break, but um, we get back from that and really there's not much else for social learning events that semester, but coming into the summer, we have uh, one of our very own colleagues, Gage Carroll, is putting on a top golf little outing for all of us to go to. He's invited alumni. Um, It should be a really cool event. I think it's happening at the end of this week, so it's a cool event for us to be able to go to and do a little bit more golf, be outside in the summer. I've never been to top golf myself, but I'm excited to go to this, maybe see some more alumni and um, as we're looking for jobs, kind of close in on potentially uh, an opportunity that I might be able to take advantage of here at the Top Golf outing. So I'm really excited for that. And then other than that, I don't think there's too much for social learning going on. Yeah, the semester is essentially over, you know, after we get through June and into July. It goes very quickly. But looking back on it now, I can't encourage you enough to take on these events when they come. They are optional, of course. They're not required for you to get a passing grade. They don't uh, apply to your coursework at all. But you'd really be missing out if you didn't uh, pursue these events because of the value they can add to your whole experience here. You really learn how to make the most out of a professional outing, a professional experience like this the odds of you having events like this in your future career is really high. So learning how to navigate those situations now is super important and something that's super valuable that you should take full advantage of in here. So definitely encourage you all to look at those during your time at CICS, take full advantage of them, make good connections, enjoy yourself, and yeah, try not to miss one if you can help it. Absolutely. There's business and textbooks that you can get from any undergrad degree, any business degree that you get. There's business in the office that you're going to get and you're going to be, obviously you're going to know what you're doing in the office, but then there's real life business and that's what you're trying to get out of these social learning events and that's what I believe sets CICS graduates apart from other applicants is that we have that ability to make meaningful connections and build relationships as people outside of just what you're going to be able to do in the office or what you're going to read in a textbook. So I think that's really cool, and it's helped us a lot to this point. Agreed. 
great thoughts shared, Alex. Um, that does wrap up our episode for today. Thank you all to our listeners who are tuning in to hear what we have to say about CICS. And uh, be sure to tune in for future episodes. We will be talking more about the GA experience in CICS and have a lot more good stuff to share with you all. So as usual, this is Emma and this is Alex. And we're signing off. Thank you so much.